Welcome to our In Conversation um, segment, Via. It is such a privilege and an honor to have you in conversation with us. Before we oh, go any me. further, thank you. Before we go any further, I would sincerely, on behalf of the radio network, love to share our deepest sympathies with the family of the Prime Minister. Do you have any words? Yes, yes. No, it's, it's a great loss for um, Tonga. Um, Akalisi, he made some massive impacts um, in Tonga. So, um, yeah, it's a very sad time for us all. And um, we're you know, not sure what's going to happen in the future. So, yeah. Now, I would love to take you to the very beginning. So who or what inspired you to do your degree in fine arts? Um, well, I always knew that um, I had an interest in arts um, because I'm, I'm not a good writer, so um, I preferred pictures and <laughs> really enjoyed um, uh, Renaissance art. And so I, I knew that I'd always going to do something in the arts, but um, when I went to art school, I actually thought I was going to be a painter. Uh-huh. And uh, in that process, just uh, found out about um, moving image and sculpture. So I did my degree in sculpture, and then that kind of progressed through into moving image because as part of your degree, you have to um, you have to write down and document, you know, keep, keep a journal of um, uh, your contextual studies and how you're contextualizing your ideas. And so I would just take a camera and film people and ideas instead of writing it down. Mm-hmm. So, so that's how it kind of turned into kind of um, moving, moving image work is because I started to use that um, actual footage as, as part of my artwork. Yeah. Beautiful. Now you have a very rich background. You've got the Tongan, the Maori, the Scottish and the English. So with your art in the initial stages did you and sculpture, did you blend the cultures? Um, yeah, well initially I was, I probably had done a lot more um, uh, work that is Tonga related. Um, I feel like uh, with on my Palangi side, my English side, um, I we are related to um, a, a famous painter. Actually, this was going way, way back, um, wow. but from the um, I think it was like 18th century. Actually, he was um, he painted whistle jackets. Like he he was a horse wow. painter. Um, yeah, so I feel like it's kind of been in, in my blood from that side. But yeah, it's we've always had well because me, my sister, she's a photographer. Right. And we actually went to art school together, uh-huh. so um, we always would go back to Tonga and film and um, uh, document a whole lot of stuff and then unpack, come back to New Zealand and go to art school and unpack it. So <laughs> that became our content, yeah. <laughs> Lovely. And could you share anything about your exhibitions, the Venice Biennale and... Um, yeah, so we were, um, so I've been quite lucky to be involved um, with a few exhibitions. Um, definitely uh, the Venice Biennale was a, a highlight for me. Um, I did, wasn't able to attend, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, just being a part of a show that was um, in the Venice Biennale was, was, I mean, you know, at all, that, all through art school, that's like the pinnacle. So uh, I would love to be able to go back there one day and, um, 
kind of kind of a proper show. But <laughs> are you yeah, still but, are um, you still um, involved in the fine arts? Because I know this will take more more of your time. Yes, yes. Uh, so um, this year I had, was part of a exhibition at um, uh, Oxford Bridge um, out in um, Howick, mm-hmm. uh, and I had a, a digital monomono. So. Um, my works in those shows. Oh, and then I also had a um, was part of the New Zealand Fashion Week exhibition um, that was out um, in Titilangi. So I was still kind of keeping um, my artwork side uh, active as well. Um, yeah, very nice. Could you share your experience as a set designer? What got you onto the set? Um, well, when I was uh, studying in, uh, at MIT, um, doing my arts degree, uh, a set designer was looking for Pacific artwork, mm-hmm. and she came over to um, my sister and I's house, and she came inside and she was like, oh, wow, this is the exact kind of look that we're looking for the show, because um, we, we uh, uh, have a real off-shelf sort of uh, ticky, uh Holly Kitch sort of aesthetic. Um, yes, we <laughs> we spend a, a lot of money, <laughs> wasted money in op shops buying little trinkets and old, you know, Polly Kitch stuff. Mm. So, um, and that was the kind of look that they were going for. So she was like, um, "Are you available to uh, help be my art assistant?" And so, and I was like, "Yes, for sure," because um, as a student, we needed to. Um, have a placement anyway, so mm. it worked out really well, mm. and then uh, just ended up um, working my way through, uh, became an art director, getting her job in the end after she left, and and that's where the art direction all started. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> what an yeah. experience. It's amazing. Um, so you founded two companies. One is a production company, and the other one is a film festival company in the Tongan Island. Could you share your inspiration behind that? Sure. So we started this uh, series called Digital Penanga. Mm-hmm. And uh, Penanga and Tongan are legends. Mm-hmm. And so we filmed over in Tonga. We used all local um, crew members and also actors. Mm-hmm. time actors, they hadn't been in front of the camera before wow. and um, we produced these three small short films and so from there we wanted really a platform to show them and showcase the, the work to, um, we wanted to show Tonga first and Lovely. so that's how we created the um, Nukolosa Film Festival so there was a platform for them to show mm-hmm. and, um, and also to encourage the locals uh, filmmaking because they saw what we came over with, which was hardly any equipment. <laughs> um, and, you know, it was just me and my partner and my sister, and that, that was us. And, mm. and, and it was the locals, and we managed to make these um, uh, really wonderful pieces. So, um, yeah, it was about kind of um, that's how it all sort of started. And we're now in the uh, fifth year. Wow. of the Nukalofa Film Festival and getting a lot of local entrance. So yes. it's really, um, that's been really exciting to see that um, and where, where it's got to today. Mm, lovely. Now you've got, you've won an award um, and your short film has 
had an international premiere. Could you talk about the strength in suffering for us? Sure. So, Tua Pukuyanga is a short film that I shot in Samoa, um, and it uh, premiered at the um, Berlinale uh, alongside with For My Father's Kingdom, uh, our feature. So, that was quite cool to have the two films uh, at the Berlinale. And... um, then uh, it's also uh, played at the Wairua Film Festival and lucky to receive the um, non-fiction um, award, more the Pacific Award there. So, yeah, um, and also uh, we're uh, really excited that we've got development funding to make that into a feature film. So wow. Yeah. Congratulations. We're very happy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So can you give us a short synopsis about that? Sure. So Tora is a young Samoan girl and um, we were in Samoa uh, during Easter period and um, she was, during the Easter play, she was playing the role of Jesus. Uh-huh. And she started to um, experience stigmata, which stigmata means to um, bleed yes. from the places where um, Jesus, Jesus Christ yes. uh, uh, was bleed when he was hung on the cross. Yes. And yeah, so we were kind of there when that was happening and managed to film some of it and interview her. And so that's the basis of um, how that. Um, so it, came about. so it is based yes. on a true story? Yes, yes, absolutely. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, based on a true story. And um, so it, it's still happening to her today. Uh-huh. And um, that's why we really want to work on the feature and get more um, footage with her and really find out what, what's, um, what her story is. Because she's got, you know, she's got a wonderful story to tell. Oh, beautiful. And what a person to tell that story. Right, now let's talk about this amazing film of yours which has inspired and moved many hearts to be the best version of yourself. That's what your father has inspired in all of us. So, did you always want to do a short film about your dad? Well, I no, it just kind of came about to be honest. Um, we had we were attending a um a Pacifica workshop and um a, a Pacific film workshop and we had to pitch and and I had nothing but then I thought, Hey, there's this idea that I wanted to discover mm. um the world to um extend further on and it was actually more about the frustrations about his tithing and his yes. belief system. And so it kind of stemmed from there, but then it kind of went into this other whole big, what it is today. Yes, it's, it's be- it was beautiful. It was such, every minute we were, I was sitting at the edge of my seat because what is he going to do next? You know, you know it, was, it was amazing. But what we loved about it is that it is still screening, so I will not give too much away. But what we loved about it is was that you kept it authentic. Um, you know, just the simple things like checking your father's blood sugar levels, um, the, sli- <laughs> the sleepless night. So did you film throughout the night when uh, the cooking was taking place? 
Yeah, well, we did actually, we did. And um, I think, you know, I had a, um, my partner, he's, he's a cameraman. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we the access was, was there. We were able to have good access. But also, too, like he would, so I think that night that we filmed for the night, he fell asleep at 12 o'clock and then I kept on filming during the night. And then, <laughs> uh, oh, no, it was, I tell you, that, that was a, an but you know that that's the thing is that every other Tongan family that would have been at that feast would have been going through the same experiences mm. as what we went through. So. Yes. But everyone yeah. was beautifully dressed, impeccably dressed, and bright-eyed in the morning. It was amazing. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. No. Definitely. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, you filmed family and um, a lot of emotions came up to the surface. Um, it was beautiful what your brother shared and um, even your father and family members. Was it hard for you to film? Yeah, uh, extremely. I mean, um, you know, when we started this film um, my, with my siblings and, and my, my parents, we kind of said that we would... You know, we didn't want to do anything half pie here, and if we got to do this, then we're going to go all out and, um, you know, go big or go home. Mm. And we knew that we had to go really deep mm. and be really authentic about our answers because it really needed to translate on screen. So uh, a lot of the time I was crying. I feel like I've spent, like, the last three years crying, <laughs> you know, because um, it's... In saying that, I guess it's been uh, quite a cathartic uh, process as well. Yes. And um, all of our family are, I'm, I feel like we're all that bit closer because of it. And yes. I feel like we um, are able to uh, talk about a lot of stuff now that even surprises us. So, yes. yeah, it's, it's been a process. Yes. What were some of the challenges you faced? Okay. What were some of the challenges? Yes. Um, probably uh, financial is, was a big challenge. Um, just being able to, you know, because we basically, um, even though we got film commission funding, mm. but <laughs> we, we filmed a lot more than, than what we were um, able to kind of pay ourselves. So that that whole kind of um, and the money, you know, it lasted to a certain extent. But we've put so much into this, so it was kind of hard to juggle um, having to to find other work mm. to survive as well. Mm. Um, and the other thing is, it's just life, you know. We had I had a baby, and so um, baby in the edit suite, <laughs> which was a challenge. Yes. I think when he got to five months old, I was like, oh, okay, this is not working anymore. He can move around. <laughs> I better give my editor a break. So, um, yeah, yeah, you know, just just life because yes. it takes so long, yes. you know. Yeah. And that's so yeah. much goes into it, isn't it? And that's what we appreciated it. Um, and the early hours and also, also you know, <laughs> everything that you had to face. Um, if you were to film this again, is there anything you would add or subtract? Uh, now, that's a, I guess that's a really good question. Oh, 
What I would add was I would add my dad's second family. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the film, it was a bit tricky to have the both mm. families really in there just because there was a lot of people in the film anyway, mm. and um, it it was just it was hard to kind of keep track of of who everyone was. Mm. So. I would have definitely um, tried to find a way where we could bring in our, our, our um, half-siblings um, somehow. Um, even though we tried, it, it just kind of didn't seem to work fit. Yes. Um, and so that's, that's definitely one thing that I would, would have liked to, to change or redo. Mm-hmm. Um, but apart from that, I feel... Apart from this one shot, which I'm not going to tell you what it is, <laughs> um, but I feel like every kind of which way or every kind of uh, question that I had about the film, I was able to um, change or really do or just experiment mm. to what I felt was the my. I feel like this is the best film that I could have made at this point in time, mm. you know? Mm. That, yes. Yeah, So, and I'm really happy about that yes. because I, if I wasn't, then, you know, it would be difficult to, to watch it and not yes. be happy with something, you know? Yeah, and a lot of um, it actually yeah. went back in time, so I guess that's why you had to have the flow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so your life with your mum... Would you mm-hmm. love to share anything with our audience? Um, mum? Well, yes. you know, it's, at first, of course, mum was probably the one who was um, hardest to sell the idea to. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she, she's like, oh, I'm a private person and all this kind of stuff. You know, of mm-hmm. course. Um, but in saying that, she's always been our biggest number one supporter. Uh-huh. Sorry. See, I'm a crying poet. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, yeah. But um, uh, what what is really um, uh, amazing right now is that she is able. To, I think, like after the premiere, and after she's seen that people aren't like judging. Mm. <laughs> um, then she's able to see that it's, it's affecting people in better ways yes. and it's beyond her, you know, it's beyond all of us in terms of um, what happens is people see our story but then it kind of, they put their own story into it so yes. and relate it back to their own life. Yes. So I think she's, you know, she's really excited about it now. She gets on... Was going to be like when's the next tour and um uh, sorry when's the next showing and um and so she really you know is engaged with it and people have fangirled her she went uh she was on the plane the other day and someone recognised her and wanted her photo and she's a, she's a teacher so yes. she has had a uh, her her last fangirl moment was a, a few principals were going through the school. And they went through her classroom and someone recognized her and then um, asked for a hug and then they all started crying and, and then all the kids were like, what's going on? And they're like, no, no, it's good tears, it's good tears. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so 
it's been challenging for her, but I think, you know, we're all... It's beautiful, and it's such a powerful title, apart from a very, very powerful story. So it has, and like I said before, it's made us question ourselves and inspired us to be the best version of ourselves. So I really have to thank you for bringing this out into the world. Um, so the next question I have is that, what uh, in terms of siblings you are number I'm number two number so two I have my oldest sister. older sister yeah. so in the movie you mentioned that the older sister could actually speak the language so she was more closer to dad uh, no that was my the brother the brother oh no she was talking about me right oh I see <laughs> yes. okay so you actually yeah. speak the language well I I I it's kind of like, because when we lived over there, I could speak it and I was kind of fluent in it and stuff, but now I can't, I've lost a bit of it. Mm -hmm. So it's, I can understand it and I can speak it to, to a certain degree, but then, um, but I'm not, I'm not by any means uh, a good speaker of it. And so that's something that, you know, I aspire to learn. But um, yeah, but our brother, he can speak it properly. Right, yeah. right. Now, what would you love to share with our international audience about the beautiful island, the Tongan Island? Um, you know, it's, it's unique. It's um, the last remaining kingdom <laughs> in the Pacific. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's, it's not... It's not a tourist destination um, for, uh, you know, it's not like Fiji or the mm. big resorts and, and this kind of stuff. You go to Tonga for the people, mm. <laughs> you know, um, and, and everyone, I guess, um, we are friendly there. <laughs> so, um, and we are like very emotional people um, uh, in, in good ways, you know, when we, we're happy, we cry, and when we're sad we cry so we're very emotionally expressive but um yeah um it's a great place to visit. <laughs> I, I come from an island too. I was born in Sri Lanka, so I do understand. It is it just it, it is a language in itself, isn't it? Tears. <laughs> it is amazing. Yes. And yes, what was beautiful yes. is that you captured the the way we are. We our doors are always open. People can drop in, and I noticed that as you were journeying, we hours of the morning, you gave those young children a lift. Now, that's not something you will see in a modern city, would you? It was, you know, the safety of just being able to say, hop in, we'll give you a lift. Oh, oh yes, yes. No, no, definitely. Um, and that is, I mean, that's one of the things with Tonga is I feel completely safe there. Um, uh, and, yeah, you know, hitchhiking, you see people walking, you pull over and go, hey, where are you going? Jump in. You know, yes. it's, um, yeah, it's, we it's really nice that, um, so back, back in Tonga, if you go there, you kind of, I guess you feel like you're kind of 20 years, <laughs> it's 20 years behind <laughs> the rest of the world, because <laughs> it's so small and, um, you know, but, but, you know, everything moves very, very slow and um, which which is part of the beauty of it, and yes. everyone knows everyone. Mm -hmm. um, you can stop on the side of the road, 
and not know where you're going and ask someone where to go or looking for a person and I can tell you they will know and they will tell you where to go, you know. Turn left at the mango tree, past the graveyard. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, there's a real kind of, um, there's just a lovely kind of sense about Tonga, yes. I think, you know. Which, which yeah. weaves us into the next question. So what is the contrast you feel in Auckland? Well, well, yes, I mean, you know, here everyone is living their own lives um, because it's, such a struggle to survive really here, mm. you know, and everyone's kind of trying to make ends meet. Our wages aren't very well, uh, mm. aren't the greatest, um, mm. you know, the cost of living is high. So mm. I feel like um, that that kind of the luxury to just kind of hang out with your community is so limited here in New Zealand mm. um, because everyone's just trying to survive. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah and in Tonga, you don't have that stress so much because you know you can uh, can live off your garden and you can swap stuff with your neighbours and you know mm. you don't have to worry about the bills like you do here. Mm. Your mum said something very beautiful as well. She said, "I showed up with cupcakes, but they dug deep and." into their pockets and they brought this amazing spread that was very touching yeah i i guess um um that's that's one of the the things with with times is they are very generous and um and i think that's what these film really tries to or as as us as, as siblings is to really um understand that generosity when when you have a limited amount of things but yet you're able to give so much to other people mm. um, and and so for us growing up here in New Zealand and in this Western society I guess it's, it's you know dad just wants to give 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 and mm. and I guess that's just really it was hard, hard for us to see that and understand why mm. um, but then you know, there's this whole karma situation I feel mm. that happens with with the giving and mm. that's what he his mindset is is, you know, you give now and then you receive later mm. in different ways. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Via, could you tell me how how do you manage with three boys your work life balance? Could you please share some wisdom here? Uh, well, you know, my house is a mess. <laughs> it literally is a mess. But um, I, you know, we, we have a real, um, well, I have a real supportive family, as you can see in the film. You know, yes. um, the on in the film, the, both children and my children, yet my sisters look after them like uh, their children, you know? Yeah. So I think, you know, um, we have, I have a really good support system in that sense and, you know, financially, <laughs> mum is, is um, able to be there for us as well. <laughs> Thank you, mum. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, um, I, it is uh, difficult, but we make it work. Mm. 
because because right now I see more work coming because there's more inspiration and there is a lot more <laughs> in the pipeline. Yes, yes, no, definitely. You know, we are actually heading off on Monday mm. around a tour around New Zealand oh, and good. we're taking a van uh-huh. and we're all jumping in the little van and taking Dad and my kids and my brother right. and driving down from Tauranga all the way down the North Island and, and Wellington, Mum is she's flying down to meet us there uh-huh. <laughs> and my partner as well and then we're going right down to the South Island and ending in Dunedin so wow. we're going on a two week kind of screening venture and we're screening it in all the little towns that haven't had um, able to have access right. to the film and um, we're taking a projector and going to all the community halls um, and spaces and yeah just really uh, doing that with the children, so it's going to be interesting. <laughs> oh, fantastic! And oh, they're very lucky to to be able to watch this because it is an amazing movie. It was it was just fantastic. It is an amazing film. Um, now, could you please share with our audience your mentorship experiences because you've been mentored by some amazing women, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, I had um, Miriam Smith, and she was the director for The Ground We Won, and mm-hmm. uh, producer, director of that. And that was a very, that's an amazing New Zealand um, documentary. Um, and uh, she's done a couple actually feature ones, and they just beautiful stories. Um, and ha- and also Petra uh, Brett Kelly, who was um, New Zealand's. Uh, nomination for the Oscars in two sections, mm-hmm. um, documentary and uh, foreign language, mm-hmm. um, and her latest film was um, Yellow is Forbidden, um, and she's just been amazing. She's a wealth of knowledge. Um, you know, she's filmed over all over the place and and lived in Afghanistan for two years, and yeah. um, as a documentary maker, she just really. Um, She's probably the most, well, I'm, sorry, I'll just, uh, yeah, she's just, a, she's, a, she's a, such a big asset for New Zealand, and I'm so lucky to have, um, have had her um, inspiration and her guidance throughout this as well, it's been so good. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's beautiful. Now, what words of wisdom would you like to share with young, aspiring film directors? Um, that not to give up, <laughs> that um, the, you can keep scraping the ball at that bottom of the barrel. <laughs> you think that you've hit the bottom, but there's actually a bottom, bottom, bottom behind, <laughs> underneath it all. Um, yeah, I think, you know, um, just patience, um, because this is, it's not a, a quick game that, Filmmaking business, it, it takes so long, but um, don't rush things because you need that time, that headspace to be able to process and work stuff through. Um, to make your best work, to put your best out, work out there, you need time to, to find the 
real, the, the maximum amount of impact that your film can have. That's my biggest advice is mm. for people to just take your time mm. and um, patience. Yes. Mm. Did you have difficulty editing it? Because you would have had some amazing scenes and... Well, yes, because it took us, it took us a good maybe um, eight months of editing off and on. Mm -hmm. um, but I had the best editor ever, um, Margot Francis, and she was like, uh, she had a very um, motherly touch, which we really needed with this film because yeah. of all the, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so um, it was just wonderful to see the magic that she produced out of, um, it, it was, it, it exceeded my expectations what she would do. And we, there was a few kind of things that we had to leave out that I was, up, that I wanted, would have liked to have in, but on the whole we actually did, um, we managed to work in almost every moment that I really wanted in the film, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> but, and, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, Our audience are from all parts of the world. How could they, is there any way in which they could watch this film? Right, so we are currently working on a Australian uh, tour uh -huh. of the film right. and also uh, America right. uh, early next year um, and that's as far as we've got so far. At the moment we are not up on a uh, digital platform but um, eventually we would like to um, explore that option. Oh, that's the other thing for uh, aspiring filmmakers is distribution is almost as hard as making a film. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, just um, a word of warning to everyone. You think you're finished by making the film? No, it's getting it out there. That's, that's the tricky part. <laughs> yes, but, but like yours... The film speaks for itself. It was just fantastic. So we are all, give us more, give us more. And what an amazing trailer too. That was just brilliant. Oh, thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. Now, do you have any final words about this amazing film that you have shared with the world? Um, just, um, you know, uh, it's, if you follow us on um, Facebook um, and Instagram at, at For My Father's Kingdom uh, and on Twitter as well, we are um, trying to engage with the, um, as many people as possible because of the um, issues and everything that's raised in this film. Um, this is a social impact film mm. and we're really um, developing uh, looking at developing it, it more than just the actual film itself. So mm -hmm. there's um, exciting stuff in the pipelines that we're, we're working on. Mm -hmm. um, but really, you know, just make contact with us um, on, on social media. And um, this, is not, this is not just a Tongan film, it's mm -hmm. a family film. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, if you've got a family, yes. which most people have, you know, then this is a film for you, really. Yes, yes, and, yeah. and that is that is so true, and it is so beautiful. How did the community receive your film? Oh, it's been so good. Like, um, 
the the Tongan church has really embraced it. All of the churches have embraced it. Um, it, it just seems to connect with a lot of different um, people, you know, from from the younger generation right through to the older generation, um, and even um, all Pacific Islanders. Um, they've just really embraced it, which has been uh, much more than we ever thought. Um, but what's really uh, amazing about it too is that people are able to um, contextualize it into their own lives mm. and um, and really unpack their own situations and mm. and talk to their their families more, which is great. That's mm. just what we wanted. Mm. Yeah. It opens up the conversation. Now, your father's tithing supersedes everything, and the reason is when we have goals and we have financial goals we still find it hard to wake up at two in the morning and do what your father did. That, that grit, that determination, that is just amazing. Does he still do it? Yeah, yeah, he still has his paper on. Um, so, you know, Dad has got a really good work ethic. And, um, you know, he's coming from a farming background where he's used to getting up at, um, early in the morning and physically working long, hard hours. Mm. Um, so I feel like that's part of his uh, his drive to to do what he needs to do, is, you know, is all those years of, of that kind of work ethic. Um, and, yeah, the he's... All, he's also too a really optimistic guy. Like he's generally always happy. Like um, I don't, I don't think uh, I. Mum and dad never thought. Now, how did he receive it when he watched it? Um, he watched, watched it, it and he, he goes, goes, "Hmm, it's, it's quite, quite long." Um, um, but, but you know, you're thinking, thinking about, about it, it's, it's probably, probably the first time he's actually watched a full movie, that's mm -hmm. in, right. because the only the other time, time you would have watched it was um, um, on TV, and so there's like ad breaks and stuff, but, but um, yeah, yeah, and then and the, his, his other thing was like, why are the island people so interested in it? Like, why would they pay you money to make that? So, so he, he couldn't, couldn't quite understand that part of it. But now, now he gets it. That's what we loved about him. He was so simple, so pure. What a giver. It, it was so inspiring. We are, words can't express our gratitude for bringing this out into the world. And what we would love, and that is why we, we are actually having you on our show, is because we want you to inspire young minds in so many ways. Your creativity, your authenticity, a family coming together, and your father's giving nature and he had a beautiful word about blessings isn't it could you say that word for us um, Tapuaki? yes yes yeah. yes and we all members of the studio here consider it such a blessing to have you with us today
Thank you, Via. We look forward to having you in the studio again with more of your amazing projects. Thank you so much for this conversation with you. Oh, wonderful. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you.